Hello, hello. How are you? How is your week starting out? If you are like me, you are in the middle of school, just craziness. And I've really been focusing on getting some routines down and just to bring some stability to my life in the midst of, you know, schedules and kids here and there and school and homework. I'm ready for a new normal and some stability. So I hope that that is also where you are, where you're feeling good about things. And the reason that's so important to me is because I want stability so that I'm able to focus on other priorities like my marriage, like my relationship with God and my time with him. And I don't want my attention to be distracted with just other things that, you know, tend to pop up. I, I, I want everything to be as routine as possible. I know there's exceptions. I have four kids. I know there are exceptions to the rule. But if I can get almost everything, you know, just a habit and like a, a well-oiled machine, then I can give my full attention over to the things that matter to me, like the Lord and my husband and even playing with my kids. That's something I'm really working on as well. So all that to say, I want to share a verse with you today that stuck out to me from Psalm 105, one verse. It's actually Psalm 105, verse one. And I'm going to tell you why it stuck out to me. And I think it's very practical. And it's very practical in shifting our mindset so that we are in the right state of mind and the right state of heart to go about our day. So stay tuned for Psalm 105. Hey mama, welcome to Intimacy After Infidelity. Do you find yourself Googling, can a marriage survive infidelity? Or what's the first step to divorce? Do you wake up full of hope only to end the day with more shame when there's another stupid argument again? Hey, I'm Christina Joy, forgiven daughter of Jesus. I too felt the shame of infidelity and wished someone had a roadmap for how to get out of the mess so I could experience freedom. I kept telling myself I just needed to try harder to end the affair and fix my marriage until I found I needed Jesus to heal some deep wounds in my heart. Through prayer, lots of research, and developing new healthy habits, I was able to find healing to shed my shame once and for all. Now I'm excited to share everything I've learned with you. So find your safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been. Okay, before we jump in today, I have got to give a huge shout out because I know that there are many of you listening from countries outside of the United States. I have seen the podcast on the map in the charts for countries like Egypt and Singapore, Australia, Uganda. So friends, I want to give a special shout out to you to say welcome You are welcome here. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And I actually also just ranked even on the United States charts as well. So to all of you, thank you for being here. And I have loved starting to build community with some of you over in our Facebook group. And I've loved it because I know that we are sisters around the world who still struggle because marriage is hard and life is hard. And so if I can bring one little group, one little community together to let you know that you are not alone, to provide a safe space to share your story and how God is working in your life, I'm so honored 
that God has given me this voice to be able to broadcast to the nations. What a dream. And so thank you for making that possible. And I'm so excited that you're here. So let's dig in. Psalm 105. And as I have gotten older and matured in my faith over the years, there are some Bible verses in the book of Psalms where when I read them, I just shout, yes, that's me. Or, you know, I'm praying and I say, oh, amen, Lord. You know, I could have said those words. I love the book of Psalms because they're real prayers written by real people in real hard times and joyful times. And I remember one in particular, this was very shortly after I had confessed to my husband and there there was a verse that talked about having the psalmist having his mouth shut, but he was waiting for that moment when the Lord would give him permission to open his mouth and speak out and share how God had saved him and all the wonderful works God had done. And I read that and I thought, oh, Lord, that's me. I am literally in that spot where I feel like I'm quiet now, but I can't wait to speak out. And anyway, so if you are looking for a place to get started just in your time with God, I highly, highly recommend the book of Psalms because it helps to give you the words to speak that maybe you don't know what to say, but you can claim these words as your own. And it's a beautiful prayer that you can pray back to God. So here is Psalm 105, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. All right, so there's kind of three parts I want to break down here. First of all, give thanks to the Lord. No matter your situation, you can give thanks. So I took some time and I thought about, man, in my hardest, hardest moments. What did I have to be thankful for? And, you know, a couple things that came to my mind for me and my situation, I can thank the Lord for keeping my marriage together. It is not perfect. We have a long way to go, but the marriage is together. And I'm very thankful for that. I am also thankful because God rescued me from darkness from the world of drugs and addictions, from the spirit of anger, from depression, uh, literally from sin. He has rescued me from sin itself and the sin of the affair. And in all of that, in my whole story, God kept me safe. So many things could have gone wrong, but I needed to take a minute and say, thank you, Lord, for keeping me safe, even in my stupid decisions. I was also very thankful that there was a season where the Lord gave me time to focus on my family. At the time, I was not working and I had nothing going on. Three out of the four kids were going to school. And there was an extended season where I was able to just be home and have hours where I could open up the Bible, open up my journal, and I had no other things that were calling for my attention. So I was so thankful for that quiet season. And one other thing, I was thankful for some specific women that were ready to speak God's truth to me at the right time. I was wanting out of my situation and God directed me and directed them. And they were the ones who spoke 
God's words to me to get me out. So are there people in your life that you can be thankful for? The second part of the verse says, proclaim God's greatness, or some translations say, call on his name. And when I thought about this, I was so overwhelmed with the story in the New Testament, the picture where Jesus, the good shepherd, left the 99 sheep and he went to rescue the one. And that was me. Wow, I was so thankful. He left the 99 to rescue me. And, you know, God is also great. I can call on his name because he celebrates me. When I was thinking about the story of the prodigal son, and when that son came home and asked for forgiveness from his father, his father went and threw him a party. He didn't hang it over his head with the shame and the guilt of what he had done. His father threw him a party to celebrate him. And I was also thinking about Psalm 23, when it gives you the picture that he is preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Again, God is celebrating you even before our enemies, Satan, his demons who are trying to distract you and pull you away from the kingdom. But God is taking care of you and he will throw you a party. How awesome is that? And I remember again, walking into church that first Sunday after I had confessed to my husband, I felt like I was going to have this scarlet letter on my clothes where everybody was going to see. I was going to have this title of, you know, Christina, the adulterer and um, Christina who had the affair. And I thought that was just part of my name. But God is so good. It, by, the Bible tells us that God removes our shame. There was no scarlet letter on my clothes, but instead I was clothed in righteousness. Jesus wants a personal relationship with me and Jesus died for me. And so what am I supposed to do but just proclaim how great God is? First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us from our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes you just need to take a minute and remember what God has saved you from and you remember how great and awesome he is. So the third part of this verse, let the whole world know what he has done. It also says, make known his deeds or tell about his wonders. So, wow, what a beautiful time of worship. If you sit down and really think about this, what could you tell the world about who God is and what he has done? He loves you. He rescues you. God forgives you. God is your defender. He is your peace. God is in the business of transformation and transforming lives and situations. And God provides. There was a season where I was praying desperately for God to provide us money. And instead, he sent me people. And I got to walk through trusting him, knowing God will provide all of my needs. And right now, my greatest need was people to surround me in my healing journey. Now, all of this sounds great, but you might be thinking, 
cool for you. I'm not there. I don't feel like I have all of these things to celebrate. And I'm not so sure about this God stuff right now. And friend, that's okay. You're in good company. You are not alone. It is a process. So what if you're not there yet? Well, is there something that you can be thankful for? You're alive today. You have clothes on your body. I'm going to assume that you have a roof over your head and you at least have access to some food. So is there anything that you can be thankful for? And just start there. And then the next part, in what way, can you name one way that God has been good to you? And you might need to take some time to process that and think about it. How has God been good to you? And then this is the action step. How can you begin to pursue him with your whole heart? The Bible promises that when we seek God, he will be found. So with this whole heart idea, I referenced this in another episode, but check your spies, S-P-I-E-S, which is, are you loving God and pursuing God socially and physically, intellectually, emotionally, and then spiritually? So your whole heart, are you pursuing him? Friend, I promise you, God is here. God is here with you and he loves you. Maybe you even need to take a step back and ask, do you truly know him? That's where I had to go back to. Who is God? And it took me down a whole journey of discovering the truth about God and then discovering the truth about myself. And I'm continuing to do that every day. I'm learning more. So friend, don't sit in the spirit of depression and anger and grief. Yes, 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 please experience and walk through all of those emotions, but don't stay stuck there. Open up the Psalms. Find prayers that express what you are thinking and feeling. I did another episode on lamenting. Check that one out if you need to. But also keep your chin up. Keep your eyes looking up. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done, how he has rescued you, and how much he loves you. And I would love to hear that. If you want to hop on over to the Facebook group that I referenced, I will link that in the show notes. I would love to join you, and I would love to know more of your story and how God is currently working in your life, and what has he done? What are you thankful for? So I will see you in the Facebook group, but I love you and please reach out to me anytime. I would be more than happy to find some time to talk with you and to pray over you and give you the next steps of getting out of your infidelity and rebuilding that intimacy in your marriage. Hey mama, I hope today's episode encouraged your heart. If you need to talk about this some more, would you send me a message at christinajoycoaching.com? Also, please take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It thrills my heart to know this podcast is helping you heal your heart so you can shed the shame of your affair. I am cheering for you, and I can't wait to hear your story. I'll meet you back here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for another episode. As always, be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.